Hello and welcome to the PR Department Podcast. You're through to your host, Katie Braden, and this is episode 36. Um, I'm usually like really ahead with my podcast recording. I mean, when I say really ahead, I usually have like one or two in the bank in the drafts, you know, ready to post. But these back-to-back bank holidays are really sending me sideways in terms of my time management. Like I'm sure a lot of you will be able to relate. Um, I mean, in the UK, we have three bank holidays um, throughout May, which essentially means that I have to do five days of work in four (laughs) because I'm sure a lot of you freelancers will relate. Like when you work for yourself, it's not the case of you do less work on a bank holiday week. It's just that you have less time to do it in. So that's what we're dealing with. Um, I mean, it is lovely. I do love a four-day week. I also, I do try and work a four-day week. It never, ever works out for me. I don't think I've ever done a four-day week intentionally once. But um, I always tell myself that on a Friday, I'm just going to take the morning to do my admin and then I'm going to clock out at like 12. Um, It never happens, but my intentions are pure and they're always there. Um, So yeah, we're about to go into another bank holiday. Um, I am cramming. So I'm currently recording this podcast at five past six on a Thursday night. Um, That's where we're at. Um, so I wanted to do an episode on the idea of competition versus community, um, in PR, but specifically in the freelance world. And I think when you are freelance, when you go freelance, community and competition mean very different things and it really flips the switch. So I kind of wanted to talk about my own experience and how it has kind of changed in my career. Um, For those of you who don't know, I have worked in PR agencies. Um, So I came from quite big PR agency background. Um, I started out in fashion, um, high street fashion, which was quite a hardcore agency. I then went into high-end fashion, which was also an agency, but very different vibes. I then went into beauty, again, um, quite a hardcore agency environment, and then I went freelance. Um, So I definitely did things a little bit quicker than maybe most people would recommend. Um, The way that I saw it was... um, the corporate structure in PR is basically like you work somewhere for like a year, two years sort of minimum and then you can be promoted or then you can leave and sort of change jobs to get a promotion. So a lot of the time in PR, if you're waiting for a promotion, um, you're going to be waiting a long time. So how people usually do it is they move from agency to agency and every time they move, they kind of move up a job role, if that makes sense. Um So that's kind of what I did, but I did it in a really like pressure cooked kind of way where I was moving agency every six to eight months. I think the longest I stayed in an agency was my last one and I stayed there for just over a year. Um, And then the reason I left was obviously to go freelance. Um, And the reason I went freelance was because um, I wanted to be promoted. I needed to be promoted, um, but I wasn't um it wasn't moving fast enough for me um and that's not 
really anyone's fault it was just that the agency's pace and budget didn't align with what I needed um I mean to put it in perspective I was working a junior role um but I was also working two other jobs um to be able to you know pay my rent and afford to live etc etc um I was living in London with no financial support from my parents um out of choice I'm sure (laughs) maybe if I'd asked them they would have no maybe not um (laughs) but I know it's important to say things like that for transparency because a lot of people who are working their way up in the PR or creative fields are um, funded by their parents. So it's important for me to say that the reason why I needed things to move faster and the way that I moved as fast as I did was because I was um, financially independent and that is quite difficult. Um, So anyway I was going to say less about me but this whole episode is going to be just my experience and my opinion so more about me um so I was when I was thinking about this topic of um competition versus community I would say that the first thing that came to mind was the experience of actually going freelance itself um really really made me realize the importance of community and maintaining that community um so I basically kept in touch with two groups of people so one that was from my agency that I was at when I went freelance and then another one was from the agency that I was um working at at the time that I was freelance and I was sort of part-time at the agency part-time freelance so just to clarify again when I went freelance um I was working two to three days in an agency um so I was kind of half and half in it which is an absolute luxury um I'm not really sure how I swindled that one but I was doing sort of part in agency part so there's two groups of people that I really sort of kept in contact with um but the agency that I left to go freelance there was a few of us that sort of left around the same time um And there was another woman on my team um, who was the director of my team, Christina Moore. Um, She's an amazing beauty PR, has like such a wealth of experience and honestly taught me so, so much. Um, But she was somebody who I kept in contact with and really sort of held on to in that jump to go freelance because we both went freelance at the same time, but both with very experience um, and sort of life experience levels. So that was quite interesting. Um, But we've stayed in touch literally to this day. Um, And I thought it was interesting that we immediately sort of embraced each other as community um, instead of competition. And I think even if I had asked Christina, I don't think she would say that it's surprising that we did that. But I think to other people looking in we're both beauty PRs, we're both going freelance and we're both sort of almost like pitching for the same jobs, the same clients. So you would think that we would be automatic competition, but we never were. Um, I mean, she does do slightly different work to me. Um, Like she's more into uh, skincare and that sort of stuff. And I was doing more hair um, at the time. Um, But yeah, we've always embraced each other as community and I've never, ever viewed her as competition. And that is not 
being disrespectful like oh she's not my competition because she is she's a hundred percent my competition if not like you know she's got more experience than me so she should be heavier competition but um I think when you go freelance that sort of nature of everyone being your competition which you are sort of groomed to think when you're an agency um really does slip away and it's really positive. I mean, the relationship that I've had with PRs sort of coming out of agency life, going freelance, um, staying in touch with them, nurturing those relationships, they've been absolutely invaluable to me. Because um, when you go freelance, you you realise very quickly that you are in fact on your own, <laughs> which seems like such an obvious statement, but you are literally on your own from morning till night. Um and coming from an agency environment, you know, you're used to having people around you. Um, you know, doing PR is not easy. Like you're making big decisions. Um, you're constantly coming up with creative ideas. Um, you're constantly trying to troubleshoot. And you don't realize until you're literally on your own how much you rely on your team and the nature of having, you know, experience and brains around you as a soundboard and as support, um, you know, both in the job and personally. So, the main thing I would say having soundboard around you um is so important I mean Christina and I will constantly go back and forth um you know at the beginning as well like when I was having like difficulties with clients or you know questions about invoicing or contracts or you know share even sharing contacts like and that any PR people who are out there I know that seems crazy especially if you work in agency but in my community we all share contacts like I I have absolutely no qualms with someone coming to me and saying hey have you got five influencers for this or can you suggest someone for this or oh have you got this person's address I can't find it like absolutely yes Um, and it's so funny because if you come from an agency background you'll realize how backwards that feels because in agency you're taught to keep your cards very close to your chest like you don't really unless somebody's on your team you don't really help anybody else like you keep everything very close because your job basically relies on your performance um and your performance relies on you getting credit for things um like I'll never ever forget in my first PR agency role um it's still a big thing now I'm sure but when you work in a PR agency there's a huge emphasis of being on the phone um it's really bizarre because journalists and editors don't really like being called so the concept of being on the phone to them and cold calling them constantly just seems to me always felt counterproductive but when you work in agency this is the first agency I worked at they had sort of call hours so you had like an hour in the morning for example like this isn't the exact thing but this is just an example to explain how it works you had sort of an hour in the morning where you can get into it you know check your emails and then you would have to be on the phone basically all day with maybe like an hour break in between again to check emails but you just have to be on the phone and there was no sort of there obviously was strategy as to why you were on the phone but you just had to be on the phone all day and like that was that and if you weren't on the phone for a prolonged period of time you'd get a tap on the shoulder from your manager to say get on the phone like you know you there's eyes on you like you need to be on the phone um and I was told as well to be loud on the phone 
because you know you can be on the phone all day but you have to when you're an agency it really is like quite dog eat dog and you have to almost make out like you're having this amazing conversation with this editor or like you've called this journalist and they're telling you all the stories that they're working on and you're getting all of this information and they're calling in one of your clients and it's all coming together and it's amazing amazing um like my dad makes fun of me all the time because back when I was dancing and doing musical theatre he used to do impressions of us and he used to just go back and forth pretending to be different people saying you're amazing no you're amazing no you're amazing and that kind of reminds me of like what you have to kind of show in agency um because when I was a junior I was doing really really good work and even though I was basically forced to be on the phone when I didn't really want to be or thought it was counterproductive I would have a knack of talking to editors and you know like ending up having a nice conversation and figuring out what they were working on and being able to make suggestions and getting coverage off the back of that like it what you know I was able to make it work it wasn't my preferred method but I was able to make it work but I had a meeting with my manager one day and my manager was like when you're on the phone you need to be louder because we need to hear you like we need to know like you have to really shout about your success and that really drives the sort of competition aspect because it's like it's not necessarily who's the best it's who's the loudest at saying that they're the best it's like who can PR everybody into thinking that they're the best PR it's like a really interesting concept um it's like the person who's the loudest in the office gets the credit for things and if you're like getting on with it quietly doing your work um even if you're getting results like the louder person will always be seen to be better you know more outgoing um so yeah when you sort of leave and then go freelance you know there's nobody to shout at anymore there's nobody to toot your horn to you literally just sat in your living room on your own so those people who may have been your competition are now your community and it's like you have to completely relearn like all of this all of the relationships and all of the bad habits that you were taught um so yeah I also wanted to highlight the fact that the community that I've managed to build something that is really really good about it is that everybody now has really alternative skills which is so valuable so particularly in the agency that I was working at when I was doing a few days um, and I was freelance at the same time we were all working in PR um, so there was four of us in total in the team we were all working in PR but we've gone on and each one of us is doing something different. So like one person's in production, one person's a graphic designer, um, another person has their own like fashion um, production agency. And then obviously I'm in beauty. So we all have very, very like developed different skills from coming from a very similar place. Um, And it's amazing because if anyone ever needs anything, like we still have our WhatsApp group chat that is quite active. So if we need something, we'll pop it in in the chat and, you know, someone will be able to help, even if it's something completely unrelated to what I'm doing or anything else. Um, So I would highly, highly recommend that. Like when you're going freelance and you're thinking, right, I need to like sort of get people around me and build this community. um, I would definitely... (laughs) advise including people who don't just do what you do but also have people who do what you do because then I have my friends who 
are still, you know, beauty PRs, still doing very, very similar things to what we were doing in agency. They should technically be my competition because we're doing the same thing. However, they are invaluable to have in my community because, you know, when it comes to things, like I mentioned earlier, like difficult situations with clients or if we're having trouble with press or if we need help or suggestions, you know, we're, we're living in the same world. Um, I mean, I will often soundboard my peers like that when it comes to especially dealing with difficult clients, because when you're on your own, you do sometimes feel like, am I crazy here? Like, am I losing it? Like, is this situation real? And you need sort of someone else to kind of look at it for you with similar, with similar eyes. Um, so yeah that's super super helpful and overall it just makes you feel less alone um helps you to deal with different situations with confidence um and it really really helps with any second guessing and also imposter syndrome which when you first go freelance is really inevitable um like everyone's going to have imposter syndrome at some point or I I can't imagine anybody not having imposter syndrome when you are a freelancing and b freelancing successfully. Um, so I often get asked as well, sort of how and why I have this community of people around me, um, and also why I'm so relaxed about um, sharing things. Um, obviously, like there are certain things that have to have boundaries like for example you would never just like share your database with your clients like that's just stupid but I am more relaxed I would say about sharing contacts sharing knowledge sharing you know skills this and that um with people outside of my organization which I don't know why I just said that because it's literally just me um but I have a really, really strong belief that you can literally tell someone step by step how to do your job, give them the contacts and everything, um, but they'll never um, be able to do it the way that you can do it. Um, And that's not a positive or a negative. Like they may do it better than you. They may do it worse than you, but they'll always do it differently, especially in PR because it's so personal. Like it has such a personal touch. Um, Like I did a presentation um, with, it was like a global distributor meeting for one of my brands. And I literally presented a step-by-step on how I um, do uh, micro-influencer marketing. And I literally laid it out in seven steps. So like theoretically any country could just take that and put it into practice with their marketing team but I know for a fact like I've given you that what seems like a wealth of information which it is um but the the special source is me you know and I think having that confidence allows you to embrace community in a way that um you're not it's not celebrated when you're in agency Um, So coming on to more of the times that I felt that competition um, has been sort of when I was entering into my own industry. So for any of you who don't know, um, I specialize in hair and beauty, um, but specifically hair. And within the hair industry, I work on a lot of companies that are um, B2B businesses. So sort of sell to hairdressers and to salons. Um, And that's a very, very niche industry, but it's a very alive industry. Like we have our own magazines, we have our own events, like the the consumer doesn't get to see it or the clients don't get to see it. But it really is like a very healthy community, like full of stuff going on. Um, 
but it's also a very small world as you can imagine like there's when I entered into this there was a very like small ring of PRs who seem to have been around you know forever like everybody knows like the top four or five agencies who look after these types of clients and it was always the same names you know coming over and over again like when you looked at who was representing who in terms of brands it was always the same agencies names coming up over and over again um so when I entered into the industry I always felt like an outsider um and people would sort of say to me like, oh, do you know so-and-so so-and-so from this PR agency? Or do you know this agency? Or do you know this person who owns this agency? And I'd always be like, no, um, because I was never really embraced by them. Um, and that is not um, a sort of their fault. Like it's also completely on me because I never made the effort really to get in with that group of people um so I've always been a bit of an outsider by choice when it comes to sort of that little industry um I mean a few people I have linked with and I have a really really lovely lovely relationship with them um and I actually I massively respect them because obviously they've been doing this in this industry for so long and they've done such amazing things so there's a natural like respect there but I also feel that there's mutual respect um because I'm coming in as you know someone who's quite fresh has new ideas really focuses on digital really focuses on influencers and social media which a lot of the older agencies don't do you know they really focus on print and traditional media so we come in at it from different sides of the coin and I think they I feel that mutual respect from them because they value what I do and they understand that again I'm not competition I'm community um and where I have that relationship with other PRs um yeah it's really beautiful and we've you know collaborated on a lot of things because I can bring something different to the table that they can again you can tell someone step by step how to do something but they will do it differently and everybody's angle brings something interesting to the party especially when it's PR like I've said this on the podcast so many times like PR can be done in so many different ways so if you have multiple brains working on it that can only be positive um you know it's it's not necessarily that one is better than the other. I mean, obviously in some circumstances, one is better than the other, but if there are lots of people coming at it from different angles, like it just means you're going to get better and more results. Um, so I think the people who understand that and look at it as community over competition, um, like it's just best for the client, isn't it really? Um, but um, another really prevalent story that I wanted to sort of highlight, which I kind of highlighted earlier on, but I wanted to come back to, was um, that first experience of how fierce the competition was in PR agencies. And that was when I was interning. Um, so when you're interning, you like even just getting your foot through the door and being an intern um is really challenging because obviously there's only so many intern spots and a lot of people wanting to take them. Um, I mean, when I was interning, um, most of the interns were working for free and that's just how it was done. Um, now, you can't have free interns, it's illegal. <laughs> so then it comes down to, again, like how much budget do you have for interns? Like, do you need interns? Can you allocate the budget to that? So I feel like it's even more fierce now. Um, so yeah, you really had to fight even just to get into an intern position. And then when you're interning, like 
it's not like an apprenticeship there's no guarantee of a job at the end um you know generally it would be like a bunch of interns would come on board like a group of interns and then maybe like one of them would stay on and then everybody else would either go on to another internship or try and get a job elsewhere but there was no guarantee so that's where that like first spark of fierce competition is sort of drilled into because as much as you're a team amongst the interns like you're supposed to be working together you're also like fiercely competing with each other because you like you want that job at the end if there is one um so my interning story in brief um I interned I started off interning um I think I mean this was a while ago but I was working I think it was three days a week or two days a week um for free and then the rest of the time I was working in a boutique obviously so I can pay my rent um and yeah so I had that and when I was interning I like I have no qualms in saying like I really really went over and above when I was interning like I wasn't getting paid but I was doing the most like if you asked me to job to do a job I would do it within an inch of its life like any minute that I had spare I'd be doing extra things um which then meant that I excelled really quickly so when it came to about I'd been doing this for about three weeks which in intern time is like no time at all um and the my director of my team basically pulled me aside and said like it's really not working only having you in like two or three days a week because the things that I was working on you know they move so fast like you if you're gonna have an intern you really need them to be there all the time so they can like keep track of things like one of the main time consuming things in PR is passing information from one person to another because there's so many systems and honestly when you work on your own it's easier because you know where everything is you know how it all runs you know how your systems work like your notes are in your head and if you've made notes in a document you know what they mean but when you're past that amongst team members like it is so challenging so I got it you know like I totally understood that having me there two three days a week and having to constantly like be like oh Katie's not here like you can't just ask them a question because I'm not there um so they were like basically we want you to be here full-time and I was like I'd love to be here full-time however um I have rent to pay so I I financially cannot be here full-time working for free like it just was never going to work so they said to me look what are you getting paid at the boutique um we'll match it and then that's what we'll pay you you can come here full-time so that was really like amazing for me um because without that it was like my saving grace like I wouldn't have been able to have done it so um I moved my shifts in the boutique to be weekends and I took the full-time intern role so I was doing that um and then we were coming up to Christmas and I don't remember how this happened but we were all in the office well not all of us some of us were in the office on Christmas Eve working um because that is very normal in PR agency life and something had happened with one of the girls who was um the account manager on one of the big accounts at the agency so how it worked in this agency was they had all these clients and then they had one person allocated to each client that would sort of manage their account and then they would have like team members around to support so like the director that would work across like six brands or like the intern that would work across like all the brands whatever but you had like one dedicated person that was really like driving that account um so one of their biggest accounts the girl who was heading up on christmas eve she got fired 
um I can't remember why um but in PR agency like you can get fired for anything um there's no like written warning there's no verbal warnings there's no HR there's no nothing it's like you're in and you're out so she got fired um so then there was an opening for this account exec position um which I then managed to slide into um I do not to this day understand how or why that happened because I had no business taking that role like I did not have the education or the training or the know-how or the confidence or any of the brain cells to be doing that but that's I ended up in that role um which was an absolute godsend because then I very quickly moved from being an intern to being an account executive like what the hell um very very quickly on a a big account so I was I was given a really big opportunity because like it was a sink or swim moment really wasn't it like I was either gonna excel and be amazing and be like look at me I'm an account executive or I was gonna f it up and um I was gonna sink so I really you know I was given a really big opportunity there um yeah so that was my interning experience but it just goes to show like how fierce the competition is in PR agencies and why PRs are really sort of raised on this idea that everybody is your enemy because like look at me I literally slithered from being an intern to being an account executive because somebody just got fired on the spot like that's literally how it works um but now being freelance I'm like why did we work like that like it just seems it feels really I don't know count yeah counterproductive um so yeah, the, those are my thoughts really on sort of competition versus community. It's very specific to PR, but I suppose it does work um, with freelancers in general across a lot of agencies. Um, but I hope this was interesting and useful. Um, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'm always around um, over at the PR department podcast on Instagram. Um, so yeah, leave me any comments over there or DMs if you want to chat further um but yeah hope you enjoyed that and i will see you on the next one